I'm glad you're here after my last episode, <laughs> which wasn't what I normally do. And I know I said I was going to post on social media to see what you guys thought, but I got to be honest with you guys. I got to tell you something about me. I hate, hate's a very strong word, but I really, really, really dislike social media. If I didn't have to be on social media for the podcast, I probably wouldn't be just, I don't know, I barely am on it on my own personal account. Obviously, in order to build this podcast and grow this podcast, I have to do social media. It's a necessary evil. Maybe when I get into more of a routine with work, I'll be able to care more. But right now, I'm just so trained that I don't care enough to post. And But I do want to grow that so I can grow with you guys and learn more about everyone who's listening to this podcast. And so I do need to do that. You know, I started this podcast when I had absolutely nothing going on and now I'm working full-time and I'm working full-time at a computer and staring at a computer all day my eyes I swear are bloodshot when I'm done at the end of the day and so it's so hard for me to want to look at screens the rest of the day when I just have a couple hours before I go to bed before I have to do it again the next day and so going on social media doesn't sound doesn't sound good at all like my eye it's just gonna hurt my eyes and even recording the podcast sometimes like on my break it's that's really the only time I have the energy to do it these days and it's more looking at screens so I'm really loving doing this podcast obviously I'm gonna keep doing it and I want to keep doing it I really enjoy it and I'm having a lot of fun with it but I think just these last few weeks with starting work it has been an adjustment but a lot of you um, actually sent in questions, which I really appreciate um, because last week I didn't get any. So I really appreciated um, the kind words and people sending in questions to make sure I can still have this podcast. And it seems like some of you are enjoying it, which is awesome. And I'm super thankful and I hope um, you keep enjoying it. And today we're actually going to get back to some questions. I'm excited to talk about some interesting topics this week. And I don't talk about COVID really just because I feel like we hear it in every other part of our lives. And while it's super relevant and probably everything you guys are asking me, I usually just don't play into that fact. But this week it was a little too obvious not to. And I'm more than happy to, to give advice on topics that have to do with COVID. I'm super down to do that. So send those in if you have them. These weren't necessarily COVID related or quarantine related, but it was such an, a big part of the advice and the situation that I couldn't ignore it. This week we are diving into being in a relationship and not knowing if that person's the one, being in that relationship and people changing, being in a relationship and wondering if you're growing in the ways that you want to be in that relationship got two questions, two relationship-based questions, very different from my rant last week, but I'm glad we've got some taken ladies listening to this and men hopefully listening to this podcast because everyone's welcome here. Come one, come all, the more the merrier. Everyone's welcome no matter where you're at in your dating life. Okay, so let's just, let's stop rambling. I feel very rambly today and let's just get into the questions. Dear Red, I'm in my early 20s and I'm in a relationship with a man I love. 
Oh, congrats. That's great. He is kind and caring and makes it no secret that he can imagine a future with me. So why am I feeling so claustrophobic? I feel as if he is everything I need in a partner, but I can't help feeling a little stagnant. It seems like all the things I wanted to do by this point in my life have been put on pause and I can't help I can't help but think that it may be my relationship that is holding me back. Or could it just be that there is a global pandemic? Help, confined, and confused. Oh. Now talking about COVID, I feel for everyone who is in a relationship during COVID, whether you're in the beginning of a relationship, you're married, you have kids, you're living together. I think, I don't know how anyone survives. And I mean, people are surviving. They're not necessarily thriving in their relationships right now because of everything going on. Maybe some, I believe some people are, but I think it's more often that people are struggling during COVID and during, you know, isolation and everything with just your partner. And my mom actually said to me, even married couples who have been married for 35 years, they haven't even spent this much time together. So young couples right now, like, hopefully that makes you feel better. I've told my friends that are in a relationship that my mom said that and it kind of made her them feel better to know that this is so random and it's okay if you're not having the best time in your relationship right now. It's really hard. But back to your predicament, confined and confused. Um, do you see a future with him? You made it a point to say that he sees a future with you, but you didn't necessarily say that you see the same with him. And does future mean marriage or does future mean continuing to date? Like, what does that mean to you? And do you guys have the same picture of what that is? This might be kind of harsh, but what do you love about him that isn't the fact that he's kind and caring? Because there's something I really want to point out is that we always say that those are usually the things we lead with when we're describing someone, but those are basic things that any human should be, is kind and caring. And if you're basing your future around just someone, the only thing they need to be is kind and caring, well, that's a pretty low bar. I mean, maybe in your when you were younger, you might have dated people who were assholes and douchebags, and so I get that. Like, I remember the first nice guy I dated. <laughs> this sounds so bad. But like you you kind of just like date people who aren't emotionally available or who are kind of rude or who aren't great for a while. And then you just want to date someone who's nice. And then you're with them and you realize they're the only thing, the only reason why you're dating them is because they're nice to you. And, and they're stable and they're solid. But those aren't reasons necessarily to be with one. Everyone in and out of relationships should be kind and caring. And that's like a, a base for humans. So everything, I think you should think about the other things that you love about him. And I'm sure there are other things. I'm, I'm sure there are. But it's just, it's always kind of 
I don't want to say a red flag, but it's always concerning to me when the first thing that someone says about their relationship or about their partner is that they're kind and caring because it's almost not personal to your relationship. That's just who he is and he cares about you. But I don't know if I'm explaining this well. Your boyfriend should care about you and your boyfriend should be kind to you. If your boyfriend or girlfriend is not kind to you and doesn't care about you, period, you should not be in that relationship. But that's like at the very bottom. That's like basic 101. And so there is so much more about a partner that you should be basing the reasons why you want to be with them off of. And it's not because they're kind and caring. Everyone should be kind and caring. And if you're not kind and caring, work on it. Be nice to people. Care about other people. See the bigger picture. Just be a nice human. It's a much better way to live. Much lighter way. Now, you said some stuff about... Excuse me. You said some stuff about... Oh, I need some water. One second. Now, you said some things about wanting to do certain things and you haven't done them and I'm sure you're doing a lot of self-reflection right now during these times and I think we've all been doing a little bit too much self-reflection probably during these times. A little bit is healthy always but when we're sitting around doing a lot less than we normally do we we tend to overthink and over reflect but in general COVID or no COVID I think that this is a really common thing to feel at this age, like in your mid-20s, in your early, not not early 20s, like mid to late 20s. I think that we kind of start to feel like time is running out and there's these things that we've always wanted to do and are we going to do them? But we are so young and there are there's so much time to do the things we want to do. If you are creating a tight timeline for yourself, then maybe there is not a lot of time to do certain things. But if those things that you want to do are so important to you, you should extend your timeline or switch up your timeline. Just figure out what's priority to you. And I also think we, you know, for the first half of our lives, we have these dreams and ambitions and thoughts and ideas of what our life is going to look like and then we get here and we maybe it doesn't look that way or we haven't done what we thought we were going to do. That's for damn sure with my life. I feel like that's been my entire life. Is ev- My life is everything that I didn't think it would be. <laughs> and not in a bad way. I love my life. Like I wouldn't necessarily change it. But it can be alarming when you're you're kind of reflecting like, am I who I want to be? Am I living my life to the like the fullest extent and why haven't I done these things and I don't necessarily think it's right to blame a relationship for that necessarily because I'll tell you this is how this is where I'm pulling my information from my parents got married at 22 which is crazy to think about my parents got married at 22 And they backpacked across Europe together. They moved to Alaska together. They they did so many things before having kids. And I think they both, for the most part, would say 
that they did everything they wanted to do and they did it together. And I think if you're with the right partner, your partner is going to want you to do everything you've ever wanted to do. Your partner, and it sounds like your partner is great and he wants a future with you. And if your partner knows that they want a future with you, then they know that things change in the future and they will probably go along for the ride with you and they're they will probably support you in what you want to do and I wonder what it is that you're wanting to do because anything that I can think of your partner can do with you and if I mean here's another thing we have single girl dreams and relationship dreams and I came to this realization a couple years ago when I saw my dreams changing when I was more in a relationship because when you're by yourself you can dream you can do whatever you want which is amazing and so you think of certain things that you want to do but if you know if being in a relationship is something that you want and something that is one of your dreams then your dreams kind of change. It's not that they, and it's not a bad thing at all. It's just that your relationship is more important and you create new dreams being in that relationship versus being alone, you can dream up whatever you want. Like for example, I always, it was always the goal for me to move to New York and that was like my dream, my goal, my everything. And A, as I got older, those changed. Um, I so would love to move to New York, but it's not so much a big dream of mine. And, you know, I think I started realizing that when I got into a relationship, I was, and I wasn't cheating myself of that at all. It was just, my mindset was changing and it was changing towards a life with someone versus a life on my own. So those are two different lives. Sometimes you can do those things, like you can find a way. If there is something that is so, so important to you and it's such a big dream of yours and you're in a relationship, your relationship is also a big dream of yours, you can probably find a way to do them, to to have both of those dreams, you know, if you're really lucky. But I've got a lot of girlfriends who... We had these crazy dreams and what we thought we were going to do with our lives. And then we get into relationships and those things just aren't as important anymore. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think you should shame people for that. I don't think that makes a partner bad or a relationship unhealthy or anything. Because a lot of times the person is choosing not to have those dreams anymore. They're not being forced not to have them. Your mindset just kind of changes. And... If your dream is to move, I don't know, I'm just thinking of like Emily in Paris or something. If your dream is to move to Paris and be single and, you know, live by yourself there for a year, then break up with your boyfriend. Is that bad? I don't know. Like, to me, your relationship isn't worth fighting for at that point because if there are things that you want to do so badly and you can't see how your relationship will make them work, 
then that's probably not the relationship for you. If there's something you really want to do, but you love your relationship and you don't want to lose it, talk to your partner about it and see if they're willing to help you make these dreams come true or help you achieve these goals. Because a lot of partners are willing to and they want to help you achieve and grow and succeed and do whatever you want to do and that's not necessarily them giving up their dreams because some people don't have big extravagant dreams they just want to be happy and that could be very basic and they could be down for the ride if you have something crazy you want to do so if you're very adventurous and your dreams are very adventurous then talk to your partner about it. See see if they'd be down for it. But if 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 you're getting a feeling inside of you that you want to do these things alone, then you shouldn't be with your partner. You say that you think you might not have done these things because of your relationship, but have you tried doing these things? How do you how do you know that it's because of your relationship? I almost get the feeling that you're just not feeling your relationship right now and you're kind of blaming the relationship a little bit you have to try first and if it fails then it fails but I don't think it's fair to just blame your relationship for the reason why you haven't done things because so many people in relationships do so many amazing things and I think you need to ask yourself that maybe it's because you're not super invested in your relationship or you're looking for something wrong in your relationship I don't want to be harsh at all. It just sounds like, oh, I think a lot of people at this age are at that point where, you know, they only got, if if they want to have kids at 30, they've got five, four, six more years to do what they really want to do. Maybe they see, you know, having to consider someone else as a roadblock, which it could be. If it's a roadblock to you, then it's a roadblock to you. And if it's not an issue, then it's not an issue. But it's so personal to your own situation. And like I said, if he loves you and he's very clear about the fact he wants to a future with you, which is what you said, then I'm, I, would, I would think he's aware that your future isn't going to look the way it looks right now forever. <laughs> he knows things are going to change. And, and if he's with you, then he knows the type of person you are hopefully and hopefully you're yourself around this person and so that way this person can fully understand who you are and if they know who you are and they they know that you are someone who loves to travel or I don't know what I can't think of any other examples but then they know that it, it wouldn't be so wild and crazy for you to want to try and do things that you you know that you always talked about doing And I also think that this is a side effect of (laughs) COVID-19 is we're literally sitting around not being able to do any of the things we wanted to do for the last year. And if you're in a relationship and you want something to, you want to blame a reason for why your life has been boring the last year, you're going to look to the closest person to your left and that's your partner, (laughs) sadly, you know? And you're, you're probably feeling, you said, confined and confused. Well, yeah, if you're, (laughs) 
if you're only spending time with one person, that's going to feel like overbearing and like you can't breathe maybe. And I mean, I, I, I think everyone feels that way right now. And you feel like claustrophobic in a way. And especially if you are someone who like loves to travel and see the world and explore, then staying to the, conf- the confinement of your home is just crippling. <laughs> truly crippling that's how I feel right now all I want to do is travel right now and I can't you said confused but I think you're just confused about your relationship and not confused about why you haven't done these things I think in the beginning every couple tried so hard to keep things fun and interesting and create cute little activities to do but now it's like okay the gig's up. What else is there to do? I All my creative juices are gone. So, and yeah, life is stagnant right now. Relationships are stagnant right now. Things are not exciting right now. I don't, I mean, I'm sure for a very select few people, they're finding their way how to do it. But I think for the majority of people, life is a little stale right now. It's pretty vanilla. It's not very exciting. And you, so you look to your relationship and you think, well, that's why. I don't necessarily think that's it necessarily. Because there's like two parts of this. There's like the COVID feeling stagnant. And then there's the life dreams and goals and wanting to achieve them and thinking your relationship is the reason why you're not. And I think if you were feeling this way before the pandemic, then... It's probably not the pandemic making you feel this way. And maybe you don't know because you're new in this relationship or just the you're coming to this point personally and it just so happens to be during a pandemic. I don't know if I have a straight answer for you. It's a very complicated time. And I think the pandemic is complicating so many things in our lives right now. But you you said he's everything you need in a partner but what do you want you know it sounds like you're being very logical and I mean we all need to be a little bit logical but there's a whole other missing piece when you just stick to being logical and what you need what do you want and maybe make what you want be what you need we all need someone to be kind and to care about us like there's a lot of couples that are very independent and I love it Like there are two people in a relationship who have two separate dreams and they're doing their two separate things and they're still growing together as a couple, but they're growing individually too. And they're doing things on their own. You don't have to do everything with your partner. I think that's a common misconception, I guess. People think like, oh, this is my dream. I need my partner to have the same dream or... I love to do this, so I need my partner. I need a partner who can who likes to do this too. The biggest advice my parents have given me to have a successful marriage is to have your own lives. Have your own lives. Do your own things. Have your own activities. And then you come together and you share those things together. But you don't need to do everything together. And that's why I'm assuming that this dream must be really big and 
drastic, like you want to move or something, because that I could see that being something where someone doesn't necessarily want to leave where they're at. But if you really want to do that, then I think you should do that. Because at the end of the day, when we're <laughs> when we're on our deathbed, we want to feel like we did everything that we wanted to do, or we did we felt fulfilled and we felt like we didn't take chances or do these things that we wanted to do. And if this is something that's going to haunt you if you don't do it, then you just need to do it. It's your whole life, you're going to wish you have done this. And now's the time to do it. You're so young. You said you're in your early 20s. There's no better time to do this. And you're being very logical. But And in your 20s, of course, you need to be logical. But this is the one time we don't necessarily need to be that logical. We don't, I don't think you have kids. You didn't say you have kids. But we don't have kids right now. Maybe some of us do. And that's fine. And there's other ways to do what you've always wanted to do with having kids. But for us who don't have kids, who aren't married yet, now's the time. Do everything. And if this is not the one for you, and you kind of feel that in your gut, or you're just second guessing it, then don't let this relationship hold you back. I think so many people are afraid to be alone and they're afraid, like especially if they've been in a relationship for a long time and they've thought about, you know, the future with someone. And it's easy kind of to just settle into that and be like, okay, this is it. And I'm good. But like, is that enough? Don't, don't settle right now. It sounds like you might be settling a little bit. Don't. Now's the one time in our lives we get to be selfish. And we get to do whatever we want. And we get to make our own choices. Whether they're good or bad choices, we get to make them and it doesn't affect probably anyone but us. And your partner isn't going to be with, some, doesn't, probably doesn't want to be with someone who is going to resent them later down the line because they felt like they were the reason why you didn't do what you wanted to do. I'm so afraid of resentment. I don't ever want to be a mom or a wife and resent someone because I didn't do what I wanted to do. And that's probably why I'm okay being single right now is because I can do whatever I want to do. And there's going to be a time where I can't do that. It's scary, I guess, because to think you're back at square one, maybe being alone but it's not that scary, I'll tell you. Hi, I'm here. I'm out here alone. It's not that scary. Come join me. Come join me if you want. And I'm not trying to convince you. Let me make this clear. I am not trying to convince you to break up with your boyfriend. You sound like you have a lovely relationship and and you sound like fine in it. But I'm just concerned for you because it seems like you are making your relationship an excuse for why you're not doing things and that makes me think that you just want to find something wrong in your relationship because I know so many people in relationships who travel who do all sorts of things and so I really encourage you to talk to your partner about it and see how they feel about it tell them what your dreams are. You tell, tell them what you want. Like these things that you've always wanted to do that you haven't done. Tell them that these are really important to you if they are. And then see what they say. 
they're probably down for the ride. But if you, here's the thing, if you get like a gut feeling that you almost wished that they weren't down for the ride, then you got to get out of there. You got to get out of that relationship. Your gut's telling you, just listen to your gut. And your people always say, listen to your, do you listen to your head or do you listen to your heart? Right now you're listening to your head and not, you don't even need to listen to your heart. Listen to your gut. That bitch is always right. Always. And if your relationship is so important to you and so are these dreams, then find a way to make it work and you will. And if this is the person for you, you guys will find a way to make it work. But it just sounds like you're not doing anything and maybe that's why you said you're feeling stagnant. And sure, maybe right this second you can't go move to Italy. Like maybe, I mean, obviously we can't necessarily be doing that right now. But you could you could be preparing for something like that or you could start having the talks with them now about that's what you want to do when this is all over. This is your dream. Or if you want to go back to school, maybe that's your dream or... I don't know. Everyone's dreams are so unique to them. But I also just want to say if there's anyone who's out there who is in a relationship and they no longer had the dreams they once had, I think that's very normal. And I don't want you to feel like you're losing yourself necessarily. If you're very if you're very happy in your relationship and you're super in love and you don't care about moving to a different city anymore because you're just happy with the person you're with, then that's fine. I would say make sure you really feel that way and you're you've dated this person for a while and you still feel that way if you just got into a brand new relationship or if you just started dating someone an amazing opportunity pops up and you could possibly move somewhere that you've always wanted to go don't let a brand new relationship hold you back from that because you don't know what this relationship's going to be unless you feel like it really is a once in a lifetime relationship that you would be willing to give it up for And so many times we do give up our hopes and dreams for mediocre relationships. Ooh, that sounds really harsh. (laughs) Mediocre is a very harsh word. But a lot of times it's what it is. We give up so many things for just mediocre relationships. And then either that relationship doesn't work out or maybe it does, but either way you resent that person. And you resent yourself in a way for not doing what you always wanted to do. So I think you're on the right track doing some self-reflection. I think we all need to do that. And either way, you're going to be okay. And I say my biggest piece of advice is tell him what you want to do, how serious you are about doing it, and see what what he says, what his reaction is. And then listen to your gut. But you're going to be okay. All right, let's get in to the next question. Dear Red, I love the podcast and I don't want you to stop, so I wanted to write in for some advice. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I need these questions. (laughs) I'm 24 years old and I live with my boyfriend. We moved in together after a year of dating and ever since we made the change, I noticed certain things have changed. When we first started dating, we would stay up all night talking and he would open up to me. This was one of the reasons I fell in love with him. But now it's like pulling teeth to get him to express any of his thoughts to me. I feel like I have to ask him straight up and I feel like I'm being so annoying. 
How do I get him to talk more? From Chatty Cathy. <laughs> now, I totally get where you're coming from. Clearly, I am also a Chatty Cathy. I, I mean, clearly, I started a podcast and I'm sitting here talking to a wall. I could talk to a wall for hours. So, I feel you. I am also a Chatty Cathy. To me, it's super important to be with someone who talks because, well, like I said, I can't stop talking <laughs> because I think there are certain people who are more, you know, talkative and certain people who are not. And some people talk about what they're thinking, talk about, talk about what they're feeling, speak their reactions, and some people don't. If it's super important to you to be able to talk about things, then you need to be with someone who can talk about things. But there's a difference between someone who's open to talking about things and who, you know, can share, you know, their thoughts and how they're feeling and that kind of communication. But then there's just nonsense, <laughs> like nonsense talking, like stuff that doesn't really mean anything and doesn't like it's not really that important. Does that make sense? Now, so much changes when you live with someone. You see the not-so-fun sides of your partner. It's You lose a lot of excitement. It's exciting in the first couple months, but so much changes. And, and I get, like, especially if you live in a city or anywhere around um, Seattle... It's, it's so expensive. Rent is so expensive. And it's almost easier just to live with someone. You save so much money and you could probably have a nicer place. But I get it. I think a lot of people do it. There's nothing wrong with it. There is nothing wrong with moving in with your boyfriend before marriage. Before There's no time. There's no time thing. Whenever people feel like it's the right time to do it, they should do it. But you got to know things change. Things, things drastically change. You used to have, you know, special times to talk and to connect. And, you know, when you're dating, you have dates that you're going on when you're getting to know each other. And these are specific times that you know that you're going to talk about things and you're going to open up and, and all of that. And now there isn't necessarily those specific times because when you live together, it's... <clears throat> My voice is cracking. And I don't know if you have these special times anymore if you, or if you have them as much. But now there isn't those times and he's not expecting to dive deep on something when he's just relaxing at home, you know? That's what I'm thinking. Like, if I was just hanging out watching TV and someone wanted to talk about something serious or... I mean, if they wanted to dive deep and talk about something really deep, I wouldn't be necessarily expecting it. And so I might be a little caught off guard and I wouldn't necessarily have all my thoughts put together or know how I feel about something. And so maybe either create those special times, like when you go out on dates, try to create times that you're out of the house, you're doing something. I know it's really hard right now, but try making those time special when you do bring them up or make it more of an obvious thing that you are wanting to talk about it and if you know you are just going about your life in your apartment <clears throat> and you want to talk about something then maybe 
you know, tell him, but give him time to think about it and to have thoughts on it because he he's not just having those thoughts prepared and ready in his head at all times. He has to sit and kind of marinate in it. He's got to marinate in the in the question or whatever it is that you want to talk to him about. And some people are just when they're at home, they're not as talkative. You know, like when you're out and you're on a date and you're being social and you're doing things, someone's talkative. But when they're at home, that's kind of like their peaceful space. So they probably aren't as talkative as they would be. And I don't think he's someone different. I think you're just seeing a different side of him. But what I want to know is it, are you wanting to talk to him about something serious or, you know, like about your relationship or happening in your lives? Or are you just wanting to talk to him about everything? Because I think it's really common and it's not just girls or it's not just girls, it's guys too, that there are people who just like to talk about things. They like to talk about everything. They've got thoughts on everything. They've got opinions. Like me and my friends, not all my friends, there's just certain friends that when we get together, we can just talk about everything and we can go so deep about things that other people probably wouldn't I don't know like and if you're like that if you're like me look I get it I'm totally that person but your boyfriend might not be and that's totally fine and that's what friends are for like call up your friends once a day call up a friend once a day your mom your sister your dad whoever and talk about nothingness with them and because if you think about it living with your partner. Your partner's the only person who's there to talk to. So he's hearing and you're talking to him about the big things, the little things, the nothing things, the the stressed out things, the funny things. He's he's taking it all. And it might be a lot for him and it might be a lot for you because he's not reacting in the way that you want him to react, but your friends might, so call up your friends. We like. I think it's so important not to lose that. And if you're like that with your friends, then that's what friends are for. And that's why you need them. And that's why you call them up. And that's why you have another outlet to get things off your chest than just with your partner. And I think normally we would have more interactions with people. So we'd be talking to other people all day long. We would be It'd be more of a natural thing to be talking to other people so we wouldn't just be talking to the people we're in our homes with. And in your case, your boyfriend of a year, I think you said. So especially right now, he's the only person you're really talking to because you aren't talking to people naturally like you normally would. So now you need to go out of your way to talk to people that aren't him. <laughs> just because you might be someone who your mind's constantly moving and going and thinking and you have an opinion about everything and all that, that doesn't mean that your partner's like that. And you might have thought he was like that because when you were dating, you were doing so much conversating about things, but he still is like that in certain circumstances. You just can't expect him to be like that 24-7. I just think of a scene that I think every girl has been in when you look at your partner and you're like, so what are you thinking? And they say nothing. And we think that they're lying, but they're really just thinking nothing. They really aren't thinking of anything. Most times. 
And if you're trying to talk to him about something serious, I mean, think about it. You're at home, your defenses are down, you're on, you're just winding down, you're trying to relax, you're trying to just forget about things or whatever. And then someone comes at you with a serious question out of nowhere. Like, whoa, I would be so taken off guard. I wouldn't know how to respond. I wouldn't know what to say. I would need some time to get back to you on that. But think about, think about that. Like, create those times to have serious conversations, but also give time to reflect and respond versus just expecting an answer right then and there. Because you've been sitting and you've been thinking about something and you've prepared to ask this question, but you need to kind of give the same grace to your partner, give them the chance to reflect on it and think about it. You know, just because you've been thinking about it doesn't mean they've been thinking about it. That's for sure. Also, like if you're worried that when you were dating, you had so much to talk about and you were talking about things and that's the reason why you fell in love with your partner and you're kind of worried about that. I mean, think about it. This pandemic has put our lives seemingly on hold and there is not a lot to talk about. There really isn't. Whereas before we had busy lives, we could talk about what we did in the day, the dramas of the day, like everything, but but there's nothing really to to talk about anymore. And especially if you don't leave your homes all day, you guys see what's happening all day. So there's not really much to talk about. And I would kind of take the pressure off of yourselves that it's not your relationship and it's not you. It's the circumstances we're living in right now. I don't know. Have you talked to him about this? Like, have you told him that you wish you would talk more or express his thoughts and feelings? I always think it's good to communicate everything with your partner. And they'll probably tell you it's not a big deal. There's nothing wrong at all. There's just not much to say. Um, I don't know what, what your partner would say. I just think it's always good to talk about it. Now, are you someone who shares your thoughts out loud as you have them? Because I'm guilty of being this person, and I know quite a few people who are guilty of being this type of person, where kind of just like everything you're thinking, you're thinking out loud, and you're processing out loud, and you're not really asking questions, and you might just be saying things because you literally feel them but you don't mean anything by it, if that makes sense. Like, I'll say, oh my gosh, my feet are so cold because all, because that's something, like, my, my brain tells me my feet are cold. My mouth says it out loud that my feet are cold. But I'm not complaining that my feet are cold and I don't necessarily need a fix. I just, my feet are cold. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? I do this all the time and I've noticed how it confuses people in my life because they don't ever know if I'm asking a question or if I'm making a statement or if I need something and it's like no I'm just talking and a lot of people zone me out which is great zone me out (laughs) and so if you're like this he's probably just zoning you out and so when you do say something that you need a response you might just need to to say like hey I need your attention for a minute (laughs) Dating is all about learning each other and you're 
definitely learning each other in a new situation, A, with this pandemic, but also with living with each other. And no, absolutely not. It's, it's not true at all that he's not who you thought he was. You're just seeing another side of him. Which is great. And you're going to continue to see more sides of him. And he's still that person. He wasn't putting on a front to show to try and win you over and then show you that he's not that person. That's not it at all. And if you think about it, in the beginning of relationships, there are so many things that stimulate great conversations because you don't know you don't know anything about each other. You're getting to know each other. So you're asking all these questions and you're learning all these things. And then over time, it's just you kind of hit a plateau you might think like what's there else to learn because sometimes then you just start learning by doing versus learning by asking but I still think it's important to continue to get to know each other no matter how long you are together to always make an effort but you that's the thing you have to go out of your way and you have to make an effort especially if you live with someone to have like special moments or to do things that stimulate, you know, conversation and question. Also, it's so important to remember to do things by yourself. And like I said, right now, we can't necessarily do a whole lot of things, but even just go on a walk by yourself, leave the house by yourself, go do things by yourself, create space. You're stuck in this apartment with that only person and that person's your everything right now and you need to separate. And there'll be more to talk about if you separate and you get away from each other And you create a little space to breathe. And I don't think it's fair to expect a partner to always think what you're thinking. And to always be on the same page as you necessarily. You're two separate people. And and he might not have thoughts about certain things. He might not have any thoughts about uh, the Kardashians stopping their show. He might not have anything to say about the new season of the crown you know what I mean like there's there's certain things that you could probably talk about for hours that he has couldn't talk about for a minute (laughs) and there's things that he could probably talk about for hours that you couldn't even talk about for a minute wow all right we really touched on some covid topics today I feel like some relationship topics, some COVID topics, but I hope you guys like this episode and I hope you guys keep writing in. I need everyone writing in and it's always so appreciated. Everyone who's written in, thank you so much. I need questions to do this podcast and without you guys, I wouldn't have made it this far, I guess. I'm still very early on, obviously, but thank you so much. And like I said, I'm hopefully going to get better on Instagram with posting more and enjoying that part of this more. And I hope you guys can understand and I'm sure you guys feel the same way about social media. But follow me over there if you don't already and then you can be along for the journey for when I finally get it together. And that's um, Dear Red Podcast on Instagram. And send in those questions. Anything I've ever said that you disagree with, I have a segment. Oh my god, my voice. I usually, 
I have a segment that I want to keep including called Dear Red, I Disagree, and it's when you write in and you disagree with something I've said and we talk about it. So email disagreements, questions, topics, um, follow-ups. I would love to hear any follow-ups from people who have written in. Email all of those things to me at dearredpodcast at gmail.com. That is D-E-A-R-R-E-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Oh, my voice is like tired. Such a weird feeling. But we're entering into Thanksgiving this week. So I hope everyone is safe and is feeling happy and warmth of the holidays. And I'd love to hear any traditions that everyone has. Everyone's family is so different. Everyone's situations are different. And I'd love to hear what you guys are doing. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye!